0: Here is my reality reflection for today. What does it mean to be holy? And boy, oh boy, did I feel like God put this reading out there on this day before Ash Wednesday so that we could all ponder what holiness means in our lives. And I'm saying this not from being a holy person, but a person constantly striving for it, because I'll be honest with you, in the beginning of my journey, I was like, look, God, I'm not that holy person. I mean, thank you for showing yourself to me and thank you for being in my life, but I don't think I can be that righteous, loving, non-judgmental person that you want me to be. Gosh, especially when I was really struggling with mortal sin. I just said, Lord, this is who I am. And then guess what? Moments later, I think it might have been like two weeks or something. (laughs) I hear the, the Bible reading about spewing lukewarm people out of his mouth. So guess what? We're going to dive into holiness because we're going to read the readings and we're going to go into the definition and then we're going to look at our lives and be okay with where we are right now. So let's start with the definition here. Okay, my husband is on the phone with his dad downstairs, so they are loud just in case you hear a background. Okay, definition of holy, exalted or worthy of complete devotion as one perfect in goodness and righteousness. Okay. That's huge because no one is perfect in goodness and righteousness, but God. So that's why we strive to be holy because the Lord is holy and we need to be like God as much as we can, but don't fear, right? I mean, we need God for this. We can't do this on our own. It also means devoted entirely to the deity or the work of the deity, having divine quality, venerated, or as if sacred. And then some other words which are always helpful, devout, godly, pious, religious, saintly. And I'm going to tell you, I'll never forget when my mom described me as devout, I just about fell over. My mom came back to the church based on my journey, and she was talking about prayer and was sharing something with someone else, and she's like, well, you know, I'm not as devout as Kendra. And I just looked and said, you think I'm devout? Like, wow, that's pretty wild. Amazing what you don't know what other people think about you, right? Right. When I myself, I think at that time, was even thinking how unholy I was. But obviously my mom had already seen how much had changed and how I desired to be a better person, how I desired to seek out God. So let's read the readings today because I do believe this is him reaching out to you, just as it was with me. Okay, First Peter chapter 1, verse 10 through 16. Beloved, concerning the salvation of your souls, the prophets who prophesied about the grace that was to be yours searched and investigated it, investigating the time and circumstances that the Spirit of Christ within them indicated when it testified in advance to the sufferings destined for Christ and the glories to follow them. It was revealed to them that they were serving not themselves, But you, with regards to the things that have now been announced to you by those who preach the good news to you through the Holy Spirit sent from heaven, things into which angels long to look. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind, live soberly, and set your hopes completely on the grace to be brought to you At the revelation of Jesus Christ. Like obedient children, do not act in compliance with the desires of your former ignorance, but as He who called you is holy. Be yourselves in every aspect of your conduct, for it is written, Be holy because I am holy. Let me read that last part again. excuse me therefore gird up the loins of your mind live soberly and set your hopes completely on the grace to be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ like obedient children do not act in compliance with the desires of your former ignorance but as he who called you is holy be holy yourselves in every aspect of your conduct for it is written be holy because I am holy. And a very short gospel that kind of wraps it up in a nutshell. Mark 10:28 through 31. Peter began to say to Jesus, "We have given up everything and followed you." Jesus said, "Amen, I say to you, There is no one who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or lands for my sake and for the sake of the gospel who will not receive a hundred times more now in this present age. Houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and eternal life in the age to come. But many that are first will be last, and the last will be first. Be holy, for the Father is holy, for I am holy. And we can only be holy with the Spirit of Christ within us, with that true relationship, with that surrender and that love And only with him. So I don't know what you are doing this Lent to gird up your mind. And to live as God says, right? As holy as you can. Because it's not about the silly pleasures and whims of the earth here. It's really about the freedom of walking away from that with the help of God, and then realizing, wait, wait, I am so much happier without that in my life. I can actually feel the Spirit of God in me, growing, helping me be that on-fire Christian, not the one that's lukewarm. So while the definition says perfection, we will never be perfect, but God wants us to strive for it anyway with him. Because when we do it ourselves, we're filled with pride and that is a huge sin. I take pride to confession all the time. Pride for me is me living my life without Jesus. So those days that I go through the day without talking to him or thanking him, those are prideful days. If I didn't surrender myself to him, all my thoughts, words, and deeds, not just in the morning, but throughout the day, I'm living on my own accord. And I'm not as holy I'm not. I know it because I reflect. So let's do that this Lent. You've got another day. Most of you, I know some of you are in Australia and your time is ticking away in Singapore. But most of you still have time to make sure that you choose that beautiful, sacrificial love offering to God. That beautiful act that is going to bring you closer to his heart so that he can change you because he is the only one that can at least with any permanence Be holy because I am holy, says God. So let's just ask the Lord to purify our hearts, to be with us every step of the way, so that we can be reminded. Remember, in the readings, it was the revelation of Jesus Christ, all that he was going to go through, and why. And so, for those who did the research and believed in Jesus and in the gospel, please go back and read the first reading. It's chock-filled with stuff, right? Hopefully, this Lent, you will have the Word of God shower over you and feed you in a new way. Hopefully, this Lent, the Eucharist and worshiping the Lord in front of the Blessed Sacrament of the Eucharist will be more prevalent. You will be I'm telling you, in Lent, it is easier to pray. Why? Because we're sacrificing. It's really funny. A lot of time, people are like, I can't pray, I can't pray, I can't decide, or I can't keep my mind focused, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, start sacrificing. Start doing these little small things. And because of that, there will be grace, and you will be able to Count on God. You're going to be offering up sacrifices to the Lord. You're you're pulling God in more. And you can't pray without God, by the way. Please don't forget that. You need to call the Holy Spirit in, asking the Holy Spirit to pray for you, to give you the eyes and the ears. Every coaching call I do, we start with deep prayer because we want the Spirit to open our eyes. I want the Spirit to speak for me. I want my clients to have ears to hear what God wants from them. And both of us to have the eyes to see, hey, wait a minute, that was God there. We should be doing that all day, every day. And the more we do, the more we'll find that we will want to be holy, that we will desire to be better people, that we do want Jesus to rule our lives. So enjoy what we call Fat Tuesday. Enjoy the day before Lent. Don't go crazy, right? Enjoy. I don't know why I baked cookies yesterday and I ate three of them already. <laughs> and it's no, not Tuesday. Uh, yesterday I ate three of them. I haven't had any today, but I do know that I probably will. Uh, we're going to have pizza tonight. That's like a a homemade one that that I actually made the dough of. I know, who am I? Baking cookies and making dough? (laughs) That is not me. But it is now. It's so different. I I just am in awe at what God is actually doing in my life. So one day I'll share some of that kind of stuff. Okay. I love you all. Embrace this Lent with awe and excitement to see how God is going to work in your heart. And how you are going to be so much closer to your desires, to his will, to the happiness and joy that is given from him in living righteous and holy lives. Find something more with God. I love you all. I can't wait to walk this Lent journey with you. Have a blessed and inspired day.